We've seen the new National Development Plan launched at a cost of 165 billion euro. Good news on COVID as Ireland is on track to lift restrictions on October 22nd, tax hikes for corporations and a 70th birthday celebration for Bob Geldof, which features you too. This is the Standout 7 from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. And don't forget to hit the follow button to get daily updates at 7am. Monday saw the launch of Ireland's new National Development Plan in Cork. It's been described as both unprecedented and gigantic as it lays out plans to spend €165 billion Euro over the next 10 years. The focus is on transport, climate and, as Micheál Martin was keen to point out, housing. Crucially, the NDP provides the public resources to deliver our Housing for All plan. As I have said previously and repeatedly, housing is the most urgent and important social issue facing our country right now. And in this plan, we are providing for an unprecedented level of exchequer resources to build over 300,000 new homes by the end of 2030, including a projected 90,000 social homes, 36,000 affordable purchase homes and 18,000 cost rental homes. Transport Minister Eamon Ryan stands over the plan's green credentials. It's green through and through. And uh, that's something that all the parties buy into. So when we're arguing, when we're discussing, when we're going to the details, it's always with that perspective. How do we make this work so it's good for the people of Cork, good for the people of Limerick, good for everyone across the country? The government finally agreed to raise the corporation tax to 15% on Thursday. It comes after a sustained period of pressure from the OECD and an international appetite for more coherent global tax policies. Finance Minister Pascal Donoghue made the announcement. The government has now approved my recommendation that Ireland joins the international consensus, which in turn will secure certain strategic priorities for Ireland. The new rate will only apply to companies with a turnover of more than €750 million, which will affect 56 Irish multinational companies who have over 100,000 employees in Ireland. It will also affect 1,500 foreign-owned companies, which takes the total number of employees affected to half a million. Pascal says the new rate will guarantee stability. Some countries wanted higher minimum tax rates. And I believe that our position moderated those ambitions and views in the context of the broader agreement. This provides certainty in the agreement. And Green Party leader Eamon Ryan is happy that this is a wise choice from an international point of view. Oh, I think this actually protects us more than uh, if we weren't to be included in part of the global agreement, then there would be real risk to jobs and economic security. So I think we're far better placed being part of an international agreement. The chair of NEFET's Epidemiological Modelling Advisory Group, Professor Philip Nolan, says that even with schools open, there are signs that infection rates are declining. We're doing 80% more testing, uh, but the positivity rate is less than half of what it was, and the incidence is about 25% down on what it was. And we need to see what happens over the coming weeks, but that's really good news. He also says that in Ireland, we're slowly easing out of the pandemic, and even the worldwide infection rates mean that while there are still risks, we're on track to see restrictions lifted on October 22nd. People should not be fearful. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about people who consider themselves vulnerable, who may at this point still be really concerned about their own safety. I think 
the message is don't be fearful, but be careful. Uh, the risks are very much reduced because of vaccination. We can reduce the risk further if we can keep case numbers down. And this is the time to see this as a long, slow final phase. The BBC's Panorama programme published more details on Monday night of the financial leak known as the Pandora Papers. The almost 12 million files detail the complicated offshore manoeuvrings of current and former political leaders and million and billionaire business people. In the UK, several Tory donors were in the spotlight, including Lubov Shernukin, the wife of a former Russian minister whose wealth comes from her husband. She's given almost two million to the Tory party over the last nine years, and she's won the chance to play tennis with Boris and have tea with Theresa May at fundraising auctions. Boris says all of the Tory party donations are vetted and above board. All these donations are, are vetted in the, in the normal way in accordance with rules that were actually set up under, under the Labour government. So uh, we, we vet them the whole time. Ireland is implicated too, with documents suggesting that up to 800 limited partnerships are registered here, which facilitate offshore movement of money from countries around the globe. Nonatelia Varadkar says the government will investigate, even if he's accidentally given the leak a new nickname. It's really only in the last two days that I've had a chance to read some of the revelations um, uh, from uh, uh, Pandora's box and... Uh, certainly they are uh, a matter of concern and we discussed this this as party leaders in fact um, just uh, just earlier on Still to come on the Smart 7 Ireland edition the Facebook whistleblower testifies and rock legend Bob Geldof celebrates his 70th right after this You're listening to the Smart 7 Ireland edition If you're enjoying it you might also like the original Smart 7 Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform Wednesday saw the Tory party conference wrap up in Manchester with Prime Minister Boris Johnson taking to the stage for his party leader's speech. He echoed the themes of build back better and levelling up. We have one of the most imbalanced societies and lopsided economies of all the richer countries. It is an appalling waste of potential and it is holding this country back. And while he said he recognised the imbalance in society but failed to address the cuts in universal credit or the energy crisis, he spoke in praise of the forces of capitalism, which he credited with creating the vaccine to deal with the pandemic. It was capitalism that ensured we had a vaccine in less than, than a year. And the answer, therefore, is not to attack the wealth creators, it's to encourage them because they are responsible for the aggregate increase in the country's wealth that enables us to make those Pareto improvements and to level up every. It's been a tough week for Facebook so far. Recovering from Monday's blackout, Tuesday saw former employee turned whistleblower Frances Hagen testify in front of a US congressional committee. She didn't sound too upset that Facebook had been offline. I don't know why I went down, but I know that for more than five hours, Facebook wasn't used to deepen divides, destabilize democracies, and make young girls and women feel bad about their bodies. Founder Mark Zuckerberg says her testimony paints a false picture of the company, but Francis says that the company is now so influential that it needs proper external oversight, much like big tobacco. Today, Facebook shapes our perception of the world by choosing the information we see. Even those who don't use Facebook are impacted by the majority who do. A company with such frightening influence over so many people, over their deepest thoughts, feelings and behavior, needs real oversight. 
Irish music legend Bob Geldof celebrated his 70th birthday with a Late Late Show special on Friday night. The man himself still seems a little surprised by his actual age. Like, I don't mind this. I don't want to be any period earlier. Yeah. Uh, definitely not. But when you say, what age are you? I'm 70. Yeah. <laughs> a host of people paid tribute, including President Michael D. Higgins, former President Mary Robinson, and with a special video message from Bono and The Edge. In my life, we love you more. We do. I love you more. I love him a lot. I love him more. Well, you probably do love him more, but happy birthday, Bob. Happy birthday, Bob. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back Monday morning at 7am. Have yourselves a great weekend. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.